of the Market Marauder Show, Be in the Market, one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there, surviving this volatile market. Uh, still a lot of geopolitical tensions going on between Russia and Ukraine. Uh, a lot of things going on that are affecting the overall market. I know you've seen the market's been down, it's been up, lots of volatility. Um, there was a mass sell-off uh, earlier last week. Uh, then towards the end of the week, the market kind of rallied. Uh, but let's jump into some of the things going on in the market overall. And hopefully they'll point you in the right direction uh, when you start your investing journey for this week. First, I want to talk about uh, European stocks. Um, and so the pan-European stock, uh, 600 closed down more than 3%, reaching its lowest point since the start of 2022, uh, with banks plunging over 8% to lead the loss at sectors and major uh, slid into negative territory. Uh, Germany's DAX index was amongst the worst performing major bonuses or bursts um, in Europe dropping 4%. Uh, and this goes as the geopolitical tensions uh, continue. And so Russia launched uh, an unprecedented invasion uh, of its neighbor Ukraine, uh, and this happened uh, last week. Um, and still some tensions going on this week um, as they continue uh, their pathway to the capital of Kiev. Um, and so that has been a major factor uh, for the U.S. market as well as global markets um, in general. Um, and so definitely going to be looking on some more updates uh, of that. On the Wall Street side, uh, U.S. US stocks uh, sharply sank. Uh, Dow Jones average was down 500 points as investors sought relative safety of government bonds. Uh, The yield on the U.S. 10-year note dropped more than three basis points to 1.939%, and bond yields uh, move inversely uh, to prices. And so all of these geopolitical things that uh, go on definitely affect the overall market. Uh, you may have seen, you know, a decline in your 401k. You may have seen a decline in the overall market, um, in SPY, um, some in QQQ, uh, just to name a few uh, major uh, large ETFs uh, that are in the market. So um, as those tensions continue to go on, uh, we're going to be continue, continuing to look um, to see how that affects the overall market. Uh, because, you know, those tensions do affect the global economy. Um, and so if you are a trader, uh, you know, swing trading, um, maybe a difficult time for you if you're a day trader. Uh, there's still a lot of deals out there remaining in the market if you are day trading on some of the different names going on. Uh, but there still are issues that the U.S. market in general is facing. And so in March, uh, the Fed has its meeting. Uh, it's going to be an open meeting talking about uh, the shipping crisis. Inflation, uh, which is at around 7.5 percent, um, and so this is going to be another key issue that's going to be on the table uh, on how this can gear uh, and move forward. There's still um, inflation everywhere. You still have empty shelves uh, in a lot of different places, um, and so it's just a very uh, difficult time for a lot of people um, out there. I know some people are starting to get into investing um, for the first time, and you know I think now is still maybe a great time to get into investing. Um, you know when the market's down, a lot of people buy, um, and so the term buy the dip is what a lot of people are doing. Uh, you have some popular YouTubers who are also talking about buying the dip, um, and so. 
whatever your financial strategy is, just make sure you stay safe out there and educated on all the moves that are being made in the market uh, so that you can grow your portfolio uh, as best as possible. And so the Dow... Uh, the Dow futures uh, fall 450 points as traders assess ripple effects of the Russia sanctions. And so in response to the um, things that were going on, the U.S. imposed sanctions uh, on Russia for invading Ukraine. And the Dow futures dropped about 450 points. S&P 500 futures fell about 2.3%. And NASDAQ uh, 100 futures lost about 2.7%. So the U.S. and global equities experienced volatile trading uh, in this pre previous week due to these geopolitical um, tensions. Um, and early last Thursday morning, morning uh, local time, Moscow launched military action in Ukraine. Uh, throughout the weekend, uh, Russia advanced into Ukraine continued. Russian military vehicles entered Ukraine's largest city of Kiev with reports of fighting taking place and residents being warned to stay in shelter. Uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin uh, put his country's uh, nuclear deterrence uh, forces on high alert uh, this Sunday amid the, the growing global backlash against the invasion. Uh, Ukraine's defense ministry uh, said representatives of Ukraine and Russia uh, have agreed to meet on the Ukraine-Belarus uh, border uh, with no uh, pre conditions um, and so I think that's a good thing uh, moving forward hopefully this issue can be mitigated uh, and if it is mitigated uh, then the market will continue uh, to go up I think uh, as one issue is subsided uh, it's been a rough you know beginning of the year for the market uh, we're kind of getting out of the pandemic uh, there are a lot of policies that are being eased up uh, from the pandemic um, as you know we're starting to go back to a new form of normal, and then uh, the economy was hit with uh, these uh, geopolitical tensions uh, that happened, which kind of sent it even more volatile than before. Like I said, again, there's still underlying issues that the market has to face, uh, which are uh, the shipping crisis and inflation, uh, which we're still waiting for the Fed uh, to release. So U.S. West Texas uh, Intermediate, or W2I Crude, futures rose more than 4%. Around $95.60 per barrel on Sunday. On uh, April, uh, Brent crude futures contract also rose 4%, nearly $102 per barrel. So you've definitely seen that um, all around wherever you're located at, at the pump. Uh, gas prices are starting to go up based on these tensions as well. Uh, but you're also starting to see um, in the investment side that the futures are rising based on these tensions as well and so that's something that's going to be uh, on the topic as well as the crude prices um, as this meeting um, in March is coming up. Lastly on here uh, since most majority of my audience are millennials uh, I'm going to be talking about student loans. Now student loans have been in deferment for quite a, a time now uh, but they will uh, need to be paid back or start resume payment, uh, paying in May uh, so May 1st begins the payment uh, back again for the student loan uh, program. And based on some of the statistics, 93% of people are not ready to resume payments on their student loans. Uh, and so this was a, given from a survey that was given to around 23,000 student loan borrowers uh, by the Debt Crisis Center. It says the payment pause uh, meant everything, uh, and this was from uh, one of the people who were interviewed, um, and so 
I know for a lot of people, it's definitely helped uh, having these payments paused, um, especially considering, you know, you may have started your career um, during the pandemic. Uh, you may have graduated and not having student loan payments is something that, you know, you could really um, have, you know, started on a good foot forward. Um, but, you know, once they start back, um, there's going to be a lot of people who are, you know, in really rough situations, uh, depending on how their spending was. Um, and so there's some people who've even cashed in their 401k or retirement to try to meet ends meet um, and stop paying on their 401ks uh, to try to, you know, stay afloat during this time. You know, with uh, in, inflation being up 7, 7.5%, this is something to also consider um, as, you know, people are trying to stay afloat with the current jobs that they have in the current market. Um, and then having the uh, student loan payment kind of being uh, mitigated, it was definitely something that helped a lot of people. Uh, but it's going to be interesting coming around May to see how this affects the total market. Um, and so, you know, as millennials, as a millennial myself, uh, I know financial information is something that, you know, we really want to learn. Uh, there are a lot of people who really want to learn about uh, different financial things, like how they can grow their wealth, how they can, uh, you know, go on the path of millionaire status, uh, how they can provide for their family. Um, you know, there are a lot of people in different situations. Maybe you have kids. Uh, maybe you're, you know, a young person who's starting corporate life. Um, they're all different facets of the world, but I think finances is something that everyone deals with. Everyone wants to know about uh, what is best for me in my situation. Uh, that's why I think shows like Dave Ramsey shows are very popular, talking about helping people to get out of debt, because uh, debt is something that everyone experiences uh, in one way or another. So hopefully uh, through May 1st, there are a lot of things out there uh, to help you, you know, figure out a budget, figure out what's going. I know what helped me the most uh, to pay back, um, you know, a significant portion um, or to just, you know, become more financially secure was to just write down a budget. Now, if you don't have an Excel uh, program on your computer, you can just do a piece of paper. Um, I usually do a piece of paper first and I try to convert it over. Uh, but just doing a piece of paper in general, it'll let you know where all your money's going. Just write out all your bills, write out how much you make. Um, you can get a check stub pretty easily these days or just look at your uh, paycheck and just write out where everything is going and make sure you allocate money towards everything. Even paying yourself uh, will be considered like a bill. And so once you do that, you really can see where all the money is going. You may have a little bit of extra money to put towards the side. Now, I know there's, you know, a large amount of money that's going on. You have car bills, there are credit card bills, uh, there's house payments, there's electricity, um, there's food, um, transportation, things of that nature. Um, and so a lot of people I see are probably going to be putting student loan payments on the side. Uh, but, you know, if it's something that's coming up, and you do have the money to allocate towards it, um, I would definitely consider, you know, trying to pay down some of those before um, the May 1st deadline because it goes directly towards the principal. Uh, and so that's something that I did, um, you know, since it was going towards the principal, I was able to take out um, one loan really quickly um, since all of it went to principal. Uh, there was no interest that was on it, and interest was the main thing that was, you know, really killing me when it came to uh, paying off my student loans. Um, I would put a lot of money in, and then the interest would just eat it up. Um, I did not consolidate my loans. I had all of them separate, so they all had different interest payments, which was something even more difficult to try to manage. Um, consolidating is good for some people. It's not good for other people. Just make sure that you contact um, just a financial advisor or somebody who's really good at 
uh, managing that. Consult a friend, talk to your friends about it. I know it's something that's uh, very scary. And a lot of people really don't talk about their finances because it's very personal. Um, but, you know, having people to talk to about your finances, if you all have the same goals as you all want to be financially free, making a group of people or a community of people uh, that you know and that you trust uh, to really help you with your finances can, can definitely uh, help in paying them off, uh, have accountability partners. That's something as well. Uh, so just say, Hey, you know, are you paying this? Um, are you paying this? What are your goals? Let's talk about our finances and just really have like a group of people, uh, that can help you stay on track. Um, that's the thing really staying on track with it. You can slip, slip up and not be paying it. Uh, but that's something to also consider as well. Just really learning more about finances. Uh, that's one reason why I started the podcast to help everybody just figure out what's going on in the market. Uh, what are some things that I want to know? If I want to start investing, what are things I need to know right now? Um, and there are a lot of people who also want to know about crypto as well. So I try to do crypto as well as the stock market, just so that everybody can know what's going on in the market. So I hope this information helped you all. Uh, like I said, again, there's still a lot of geopolitical tensions going on with Russia and Ukraine. Hopefully, since there's going to be uh, this discussion between Ukraine and Russia, hopefully they can come to some sort of conclusion. Um, you know, war is something that's that plagues a lot of different people. Um, it's not really a positive outcome on both ends. Both sides hurt uh, from war, so we really want to see um, some peace time coming out of this. I know the market really wants to see uh, this issue kind of really run aground um, so we can get back to uh, what we're doing. There are a lot of other things going on in the market, like this, the silicone issue uh, with trying to make chips and the semiconductors um, and that already being a shortage, uh, which you've seen in demands for like the car prices starting to go up, um, electronic prices going up, GPUs are still basically impossible to try to get um, at this point in time. If you do get them, you get them on a deal. Uh, you had the PS5, which was definitely, you know, extremely hard to get um, for a lot of people because of the chip crisis. So um, these are all things to consider. Uh, there are a lot of different things going on in the economy. There are a lot of different niches. So some people may be trading EV plays. Some people may be going to trading oil plays. Uh, there's really whatever, you know, you have the knowledge of in the market, you really can make money uh, doing and while the market is down, now is a great time to really educate yourself on uh, what things you can do to take advantage of the market being down in crypto as well as in the stock market. So good luck to everybody that's trading. Hope everybody has a great rest of the week. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.